At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. <laughs> Seen it, covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. You are listening to Sean Harrison on Amplife Talk Radio, a place for amputees and those dealing with limb loss. The views expressed on the show by the host and guests do not necessarily reflect those of Blog Talk Radio or its partners. And welcome back, everybody, to another show. I'm so glad you all could join me. Let's get this out of the way. Happy holidays, everybody. We got Christmas upon us. The next time you hear from me, your Christmas will have passed. So I want to say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everyone out there. And I hope you get what you want under the Christmas tree. I hope Santa brings you everything you want. Welcome to another episode of Amp Life Talk Radio. Today's episode is titled, Is Limb Salvage Practical? Join me as we discuss this topic. It is a very tough topic for those of you who may find yourself in that situation to consider limb salvage or amputation. Well, today I wanted to talk about some of the things that involve trying to salvage a limb or moving forward with an amputation. One of the most difficult decisions in orthopedics is determining when to amputate and when to proceed with limb salvage. Surgeons make this decision to amputate based on several factors. A high-grade open fracture, severe vascular injury, or a significant nerve damage, such as a posterior tibial nerve involving the lower extremity. There is also limbs threatened by ischemic gangrene, wet gangrene, ulcerations, cancer, and the number one reason that most doctors are faced with limb salvage or amputation is diabetes. Sometimes the decision is put to the patient to salvage or amputate a limb, one of the hardest decisions to make about your life. Even with having adequate time to think about it, this is still a life-changing decision to make, and it is never easy. Is limb salvage practical at this moment, at this point in time? Advances in technology that began in the, in the late 1970s and have continued through the 1980s and up to now increased the number of limbs that could be saved. However, the analysis of long-term clinical results and studies indicate that many of these patients experience poor function. 
The question most doctors consider before amputation, is limb salvage feasible? Is limb salvage advisable? Let's talk about this. This is Amanda with Valley One Healing Center, and you're listening to Amp Life Talk Radio. Is limb salvage practical? That is the question. That is the topic we're going to be discussing today. Hopefully, I will shed some light, give you some thought on this tough, very tough topic to talk about. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm, lo- I'm looking at my Facebook page for most of you that are live out there in other countries that don't see me on Facebook. Welcome, Christina. In segment one, a closer look. Let's take a closer look at this topic. Is limb salvage practical? Given that diabetes remains the most common cause of non-traumatic amputations in the United States, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, um, they have some statistics from 2010 documenting 73,000 non-traumatic amputations in adults 20 years or older. 60% of those amputations occurred in patients with diabetes. Diabetes is on the rise in our country and all over the world. I see that from my show as I'm getting listeners from all over the globe. Making diabetes the most common non-traumatic amputation in the United States. One diabetes-related primary lower extremity amputation occurs every 30 seconds worldwide resulting in 25 limbs lost per day. This came from Podiatry Today in an issue that they had, volume 29, March 2016. Those are staggering numbers. And people are faced with this decision to salvage a limb or not to salvage a limb. Traumatic and trauma-related amputations represent the most common reasons for amputation of upper extremities, not diabetes. In the United States alone, approximately 185,000 amputations are performed annually. 185,000 amputations are performed yearly with 16% of these being related to trauma. Despite this relatively low proportion of amputations done following uh, a trauma, individuals with traumatic amputations account for nearly 45% of the estimated 1.6 million living people with amputations. This striking disparity highlights the difference between trauma-related amputations, and those from diabetes-related causes. These are the numbers. We need to take a closer look at some of these numbers to truly understand the question put to us, is limb salvage practical? As we move on to segment two, we're going to discuss some of the other important factors that will help us ponder this question. 
Hi, this is Teresa with Valley Wound Healing Center, and you're listening to Amp Life Talk Radio. Segment two, <clears throat> the facts. Um, for such a tough question, is limb salvage practical? It's always good to have facts. Part of what I do with each show is I read. I do my research. I come up with medical journals journals and medical articles, and I research things to make sure I'm giving you good information, but you also can do this. So if you're faced with this dilemma, is limb, is limb salvage practical for you before you go to amputation? Know the facts. Segment two, we are going to discuss some of those facts and talk about them. Surgical advances have substantially improved outcomes for individuals sustaining traumatic lower extremity injuries. However, studies have shown that people who undergo or underwent limb reconstruction using or not using an AFO, ankle, foot, knee, orthotic, after the limb salvage procedure exhibit significant differences between those with lower limb transtibial below the knee amputations. What does this mean? Well, gait patterns, gait differences, gait deficiencies. Gait deficiencies were more pronounced at the ankle following limb reconstruction with orthosis used by the patients and at the knee following a transtibial amputation. So those that chose to try and salvage the limb experienced some type of gait deviation or deficiency, meaning probably walking with a limp or a noticeable gait difference in their pattern as they walk. Those with below-the-knee amputations also displayed something, but probably not as bad as those that chose to try and salvage the limbs. These are all important factors to consider and facts to know when you are thinking about trying to salvage a limb rather than go with an amputation. Now, historically, it was believed that individuals with a traumatic or a trauma-related amputation rapidly adapted to the loss of the limb and proceeded to lead a functional life and were back up and moving on. Unfortunately, that's not the case. The post-operative course following a traumatic-related amputation is filled with complications and difficulties. I know this. I work with patients all the time who I get that are trauma-related amputations, and they are dealing with a lot of different things. Trauma-related amputations have a high number of patients who develop an anatomic complication related to their amputation. There is also a high rate of rehospitalization and revisions of the residual limb of a, tra- of a trauma-related patient. Issues with healing of soft tissue and a large number remain severely disabled following a trauma-related amputation. Keep in mind, there are a lot more injuries to people who suffer from trauma-related accidents. It may not just be the loss of the limb. There could be other factors to that 
person's body that will affect them. There are some who believe limb salvage is more cost-effective than an amputation in the long run. Unfortunately, in these times where insurance companies who would much rather patch you up and send you on your way, uh, they don't want to look at amputation and prosthetics. The costs are considered more expensive options. Yes, maybe, but are you dealing with the issue or are you patching it up? Unless the injury is severe, that the salvage is not a possibility based on the current economic model of insurance companies, you're probably going to find that a surgeon is going to be encouraged to consider limb salvage rather than amputation. They always look at which yields the lower cost. I know this is shocking to some of you, but that's how insurance companies see you. You are a bottom line expense. They're looking at you to say, which one is going to cost us less money in the long term? And doctors are held to the standard also. So please know that if you find yourself faced with this dilemma. As we move into segment three, we're going to talk about limb salvage versus amputation. Hi, this is Angie, and you're listening to Amp Life Talk Radio. Segment three, limb salvage versus amputation. There are so many factors to consider when taking into consideration the decision to salvage or amputate a limb, whether it's an upper extremity or lower extremity. There are some things that I found in some of the research that I read that some of the factors that they looked at were education level, economic factors, social support, health insurance, whether it's private or public, your health are just a few of the factors that when you look at this, limb salvage versus amputation are some of the things that you must consider as a patient, as well as any social worker or caseworker that is working with you when it comes to this. All these factors will determine your outcome and how well you recover from limb salvage or an amputation. There are some situations where amputation is the only course. A trauma where you were involved in an accident, you may arrive at the hospital unconscious. That is kind of taken out of your hands. Blunt or contaminated traumatic amputation, a mangled extremity and, and critical injury uh, patients uh, who are in shock or unconscious, crushed extremity with arteries cutting off blood flow. I was one of those guys. My foot was mangled and I lost two of my arteries and only one was actually pumping blood to my foot. So I was very lucky that when I did go in, they were able to reconstruct the foot enough to not amputate it right then. I had about three days to make that decision. As I mentioned above, cost plays a major role in this decision for the doctors. I think the question that should be asked, what will be better for the patient to have a normal outcome, to be able to live a life that is as close as to what the person was before the trauma or the 
uh, disease that caused uh, the ulcers on the feet or the amputation. Keep in mind for patients with diabetes, this may be a more different situation as most have health problems that have led them to this situation, which may mean their expectations of a normal life may differ from what you or I, a person who was just a trauma, who's overall pretty healthy, um, expect to have as a normal life. We all are different, which makes this decision even harder for most of us to contemplate and to process. It is a very, very tough choice to make. Let's move on to segment four, where we're going to get into some of the other issues that face us and talking about the other half of the population that must deal with this, diabetic patients. Hi, this is Teresa with Valley Wound Healing Center, and you're listening to Amp Life Talk Radio. In segment four, I titled it Know the Difference. And the reason I titled it Know the Difference for this topic that we are discussing tonight is limb salvage practical. Well, we need to know the difference. We need to know the difference between the two things that cause the most um, limb salvage procedures and amputations. And those are traumatic amputations or traumatic injuries and diabetes. So knowing the difference will possibly help you make a more informed decision for yourself and your life if you are faced with this. As I have talked mostly about traumatic amputations, the number one reason for the majority of amputations we all know in America and in the world is diabetes. Ulcers from diabetic from diabetic feet or a diabetic foot lead to about 80 to 85 percent of amputations. Let me say that again. Ulcers from diabetic feet or a diabetic foot lead to 80 to 85 percent of amputations. So, as a diabetic patient, you want to make sure you are definitely keeping yourself out of harm's way with ulcers to the feet because that is a definite precursor to going down the road of um, getting an amputation. Now, limb salvage for diabetic foot infections often require multiple procedures. I see this a lot in my profession. I see patients who um, have a toe or a couple of toes missing and it gets more serious when the ulcers start to happen on the heels of the feet and different areas of the feet. And then they're presented to me to discuss the possibility of what um, amputation is all about and prosthetics is all about. Some patients will eventually end up with below the knee amputations when all the limb salvaging attempts have failed is a very, um, hard fact to take, and I know that's tough to hear, but these are the things that you need to know to, to know to make the difference in your decision 
if you are faced with this. As I mentioned earlier, trauma-related amputations also have their issues and complications. There is no easy decision between the two, limb salvage or limb amputation. There is no easy path. They all have their own ups and downs. They all have their pros and cons. But if you are a diabetic patient, there are certain things that you need to do and there are certain things you're going to face over a traumatic uh, trauma-related amputation. They both have difficult roads. Uh, I have patients who are trauma patients. I have patients who are diabetic patients. A lot of my trauma patients, sometimes it's very unfortunate, but they have to go back in for revisions uh, to deal with skin issues, uh, bone issues. Um, it's, it's not an easy thing to tell someone, especially uh, once we come across them and they've been trying prosthetics with other companies and nobody's had this tough talk with them to tell them. It's probably going to be best if you go back in and have that limb properly prepared to withstand the forces of a prosthesis. And it's, uh, it's a tough talk to have. And unfortunately, in this day and age, um, some, some amputations are good, some amputations are bad. And it's a tough thing to talk about. Know the difference. Knowing the difference between trauma and diabetes there are many factors, psychosocial issues, psychological issues uh, may dramatically affect the outcome after a trauma. I'm dealing with a patient now who is, in fact, I have a couple patients now who are dealing with some of these tough emotional issues after the trauma, whether it's gunshot, a car crash, motorcycle crash, I have a variety of patients who are dealing with some PTSD, others just the, the entire issue of just losing a limb, uh, whether it be guilt from what happened, whether it be I'm completely different and how do I move on with my life. Um, there will be multiple complex physical, mental, and psychosocial, psychological issues facing, facing patients with recent amputations from trauma or diabetes. They both come as a shock. They both come as a, as a hard hit to that person. Throwing the option of limb salvage on the table, um, there's the pros and cons to that also. But you're gonna be in one of these two categories. And I want you to know the difference that one is not gonna be better than the other. If you have a diabetes, if you have diabetes, and you go down the road of limb salvage, if you have a trauma and you have that option of trying to save the limb, what it entails going down that road too. They both have their own pitfalls. They both have their own uh, obstacles and they both have their own complications. So know the difference with going down this road and making that decision. Talk with your doctors uh, and hopefully they'll give you some good information. The decision to attempt limb salvage as opposed to performing an amputation is often difficult. The decision to amputate or save a limb becomes more tenuous. It, 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 it's, 
it's something that kind of takes the life out of you when you hear that that subject, that topic come up. I have patients who call me and tell me these things, and I do everything I can to help them make proper decisions with um, the information that the doctor gives us, the information that's in front of us, the information uh, with the patient, the, my, the health of my patient, and try to give them realistic outcomes of what to expect. Each patient is presented with a myriad of factors that will determine that outcome, no matter which one you choose, limb salvage, if that, if that is practical for you, or if amputation is practical for you. It is a very hard, tough decision. So stay with me, and we're going to close this up, and we're going to talk about finalizing this thought process in this talk. Hi, this is Angie, and you're listening to Amp Life Talk Radio. Part of what I do when I get ready to do my show notes, I read a lot of research. The research I did while preparing the talk uh, for this show, wow, man, a lot of different outcomes were based on a lot of different varieties and patients, and I read a lot of stuff from the guys who came back from Iraq to just the general population, and tried to put together a good show that gives you real input from a lot of different sources. And most of you know, I am an amputee myself. So um, I'm trying to give you some food for thought if you find yourself in this situation. With that said, every situation is going to be different and will have many factors. A patient must weigh in order uh, for him or her to make this decision. I come across all types of patients in my work, and most have already had the amputation. When I do come across patients who are considering limb salvage versus amputation, I try to present the facts. I try to stick with things that are the most obvious and I tried to speak from an amputee standpoint who was faced with the same type of decision. I was faced with having a foot full of metal and saving the limb with minimal blood circulation or amputate it and move on with my life with a prosthetic device. And I was very thankful to have Matthew Garibaldi from UCFF explain that to me in a way to where he helped put me at ease to make my decision to amputate my foot. And I think that's a lot of it when you are faced with something like this is who's presenting the information to you? Who are you talking to? That makes a world of difference in making you feel better about whatever decision you're going to make. Is the person who's there with you in that deep, dark moment and you've got to make that choice that's what's going to make a big difference. One thing I do know is that it's important to have a good surgeon. I am so thankful I had Dr. Morshed and Dr. Campbell. And even today, I get to work with doctors like Dr. Tallier, Dr. Brayton, uh, Dr. Wang. I can just uh, name a handful of guys that I really respect and 
who take the time to take pride in their surgeries. And I have actually had the opportunity to take one of my patients and refer him to one of my good surgeons to correct some issues that was done to him from a surgeon who didn't take the time to prepare his limb properly for a prosthetic device. And seeing the difference that it makes in a person's life is just phenomenal. It's awesome. I'm giving Dr. Brayton a big shout out from Ortho Man here in Modesto. He did an awesome job with one of my patients. His name is Russell. He's very proud um, and um, happy now. And yeah, I told him I would use him a lot. It's good to have him uh, up and moving. Now, let's finish up before I start getting all these countdowns. Uh, the potential for return, returning to a high-level function, functioning person after an amputation, it is imperative to provide a durable, painless residual limb, prepping the limb so that it can be capable of prolonged prosthetic wear. I've seen good amputations, and I've seen bad. Talk with your surgeon. Know you got a good doctor. Based on the information I have read and from what I've seen, I generally believe that in comparison to the complications of limb salvage procedures, uh, early amputation and prosthetic rehabilitation offers a faster recovery at a lower cost. Limb salvage and amputation should both be aimed at providing stability, functionality to a patient's life. Now, some data shows that delayed amputation was associated with a significantly greater expense and higher risk of sepsis and mortality. Um, know your stuff. Do your research. That's the best information I can give you. I'm so glad that all of you listened to the show. If you have about this topic and you want to contact me, uh, feel free to drop me a message inbox. You guys have a good night. Merry Christmas. And for all you Facebook people out there, I didn't get to play my outro, but there was a lot of information that needed to be shared with that show because that's such a um, crucial subject, I think, uh, with uh, amputees and what's going on. It's just so vital to have someone share At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. What does your morning sound like? That's Daddy's little man. Morning, Daddy. Grabbed your usual from Mickey D's. Here's to making your morning routine a little better with a delicious breakfast from McDonald's. Start your day at McDonald's with a refreshingly bold large McCafe iced coffee for just $2. Price and participation may vary for a limited time. Cannot be combined with any other offer any combo meal.